key thing to understand is that people are now looking at a seamless blend between online and offline. And really the best way to take advantage of that as a retailer is to understand that and to be able to understand what that means for the shopping experience. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Simon Hyatt. I'm the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine. In this podcast episode, we'll be discussing with Zebra Technologies about their recently conducted study, The Next Wave of Retail Fulfillment. Shopping trends, such as the return to physical stores, online shopping, and the overall behavior of shoppers are only some of the discussion points for today's episode. Joining us today are George Peppas, APAC Vertical Solutions and Marketing Lead for Retail, Healthcare, and Hospitality, at Zebra Technologies, and Devang Merchant, Director of Mark's Infotech. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to have you on board. Thank you, Simon. It's an honor to be with you. Thanks, Simon, and it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you, George. Thank you, Devang. Well, if we can kick off, George, can you please share with us the current shopping trends amongst consumers, especially in the Asia-Pacific region? Are customers more confident now to shop in-store? Well, I think, Simon, the, the pandemic has actually caused a little bit of a shift in terms of the shopping experience that uh, shoppers are now after. But based on the study, we still see that 73% of shoppers plan to actually return to brick and mortar locations. Fairly obvious reasons being cooped up during lockdowns, people want to get out and about. Uh, but there still is some reservation in terms of uh, shoppers really being worried about exposure to others. From the study, we get about three quarters or 73% would prefer to have items delivered to them rather than pick up orders in store. Over three quarters say that they have placed mobile orders. So we're starting to see a little bit of a shift in terms of, yes, they're willing to go into a store, but they're also willing to look at other ways of uh, receiving their goods. One of the key things that we're starting to see is because we've spent so much time in, in lockdowns uh, on our devices, people have really started to shift their shopping behaviours. So whereas once they used to go into a store exclusively, now they're actually shifting seamlessly between an online and an offline channel. In fact, one of the key things that we saw out of the study is that uh, APAC itself saw the second highest jump in shoppers using mobile ordering year over year. So in 2021, it was 81% versus 72% in 2020. But one of the key things that we're starting to see is the retail decision makers not really seeing mobile ordering activity at the same rate as decision, uh, as decision makers in other regions. Whereas nearly seven in 10 APAC shoppers, when we surveyed them, agreed that they have a better shopping experience when our technology is used, especially by the associates. So really what we're starting to see is technology creeping in more and more into the shopping experience, whether that be in-store or online, or what we're starting to see is a mixture of both and, and pretty much a blend of both. Thank you, George. According to Zebra's 14th annual global shopper study in 2021, around two thirds plan to return to physical stores, but 73%, as you said, George, want to move in and out of stores quickly due to exposure concerns. What is the behavior of shoppers now toward going to physical stores? Well, I think it's gonna be a blend of what we call digital. 
So it's a blend of the digital in the physical world. And really what we're starting to see is habits that have formed because of the pandemic are really pretty much going to stick around. We're starting to see people look for digital experiences within the store. So things like ordering delivery from store to home while they're actually in the store. And a lot of the shoppers surveyed within the study have actually said that, you know, we're starting to see a bit of a blend now. So I think one of the key concerns that shoppers have, of course, is safety. But having said that, being able to do things differently, being able to, for instance, order from a store and have it shipped home or order from a store and get it click and collect. So basically what happens is from that point of view, shoppers really do have a very different experience and really can, I guess, choose the way that they want to interact with the shopping experience. One of the key things that we're starting to see again is the use of smartphones. And I guess one of the key issues that we have with the shopping experience is the fact that 58% of shoppers have said that it's faster to actually look up information on their smartphones rather than talk to associates and get the associates to be able to support them. And it's no surprise really when most of most of the region has been in lockdown in some way, shape or form, and we've been stuck at home on our mobile devices, it really has become second nature. One of the other things that we're starting to see is a kind of do-it-yourself mentality. And in fact, 84% of retail decision makers uh, have seen this trend take hold and many are taking a closer look at how they can utilize technology to meet customer expectations. Again, it's about retailers needing to prioritize fulfillment, expediency and safety within the brick and mortar store as they start welcoming shoppers back. And, and we've seen that time and time again, but also have the in-store technology that enables contactless shopping experiences and really making sure that if customers aren't feeling safe, that they can get in and out of a store as quickly as humanly possible, but still have a good customer experience. I'd like to add to what uh, George said. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little about the India experience in this last two years. So COVID-19 has really accelerated the adoption of digital transformation among businesses. And we are uh, observing that consumers in India are returning to stores, but with a different expectation and massive change in their behavior. So many retailers are also responding and many of them have transformed to an omni-channel model from being just traditional brick and mortar retailers. And this has actually changed and made the scenario quite dynamic for other retailers. So omni-channel retail has its own advantages. They offer endless aisle and a lot of retailers are now equipping their store associates with better tools and technology to quickly and effectively respond to customer query. Like what Josh says, people check on their cell phones, but at times you need help of store associates and the better store associate is equipped with technology, the better he is able to respond to customer's query. Because today's customer does not have the patience like old times, they want instantaneous uh, resolution of their queries or they have choices and choices have spoiled the customers. So retailers also need to be quite aggressive, quite responsive to customer requests. And also we have seen massive adoption of technology at the back end. So that is helping the retailers in a big way, especially using mobility in the warehouses for better and efficient order fulfillment. This is applicable to both e-commerce as well as the traditional retailers. In fact, some of our customers have also migrated to cloud-managed wireless network, and this has resulted in massive efficiency improvement for them. 
in fact what customer want is the choice and flexibility of online shopping and an enchanting and pleasant experience of in store shopping so online companies are now setting up experience centers and traditional retailers have an option of home delivery or store pickup or pickup from collection center because every different generations have different requirement like millennials have different requirement the baby boomers have different requirement so a lot of flexibility is there it's not like one rule fits all thank you very very much devon for that george in the same study zebra's 14th annual global shopper study you also found that only 38% of shoppers have complete trust that retailers will fulfill their online orders what steps should retailers take to gain the trust of their existing and potential consumers well simon i think it's a case of understanding where retail is going and and kind of just to echo the sentiments of what devang said a, a little bit earlier regarding omnichannel really omnichannel is the way forward for a lot of retailers the problem with omnichannel is making sure that you have the basics right and by the basics we mean inventory visibility across the whole of the supply chain really one of the key things that we're starting to see in terms of issues because of uh, and, and the issues that cause the trust problems is the fact that shoppers aren't getting what they're being promised and the and the retailers really aren't being able to deliver so the best way to be able to do this is by making sure that you have the basics covered off making sure that you have the right inventory at the right place at the right time and and again one of the key things is you know what you do with that inventory then so from you know if we look at omnichannel for for instance it means that shoppers now have the ability to be able to do things like have things delivered to home or buy online pick up in store click and collect whatever you want to call it and really the complexity then is magnified for the retailer if you think about omnichannel in terms of having two very separate ways to be able to fulfill orders then that inventory becomes a lot more crucial if you think to yourself that okay I'll I'll put a click and collect order in the retailer says you can come and pick it up within an hour you get there and it's not there that's a bad customer experience and that's where this these trust issues start happening and in fact from the study we've actually seen that you know nearly 9 in 10 decision makers confirm that their companies are now looking to ways to improve in-store pick and pack as well as uh, warehouse fulfillment and over 3 quarters of decision makers say increasing the efficiency of online order processing and fulfillment is a priority and again looking at the ways that people are shopping is and as devang mentioned correctly people are looking now for that online experience in the store and that in-store experience offline so it really does complicate how we do retail but the key thing is understanding what's going on with the customer if the customer is wanting to pick something up in store then we need to have the associates be able to pick and pack accurately and quickly and that's a hard thing to do with paper uh, paper and pen based system so we really do need to look at uh, digitization and technology to do that so overall i think the key part is you know how do how do retailers regain that trust it's by delivering on their promises and the best way to do that is by ensuring that they have full inventory visibility across the supply chain and ensuring that their associates in the store as well as in the warehouse are able to pick and pack quickly and easily and having the transparency to be able to show those shoppers where their goods are at any one point in time 
I would like to add to what George said. Uh, I, there's no two differential. The technology is a key enabler that will help differentiate customer experience. I'll give an example of one of our large retail customers who was traditional, regular brick and mortar customer. During the pandemic, they were quite aggressive and dynamic enough to transform themselves. And they were successful in remodeling their business model from traditional retail to an omni-channel retail model. And that helped them continue to serve their customers uh, during lockdown and also evolve. They, what they did is they converted some portion of their large hypermarkets into fulfillment centers. And this was possible only by using technology. So now what they do is they use the same inventory for their regular uh, retail as well as their e-commerce business. And thereby they, are in, they have improved their response capability and grow exponentially. And the biggest gain for them is a much improved ROI. Thank you very much, George. Thank you very much, Devang. Devang, can you please discuss some current technology that retailers can take advantage of? Sure, that's a very interesting question. Technology is continuously evolving and retailers need to invest very wisely in new technology. Some key requirements are like having real-time visibility of inventory and they need to combine that with analytics and monitoring customer behavior and their buying patterns has become critical to their business success. And the biggest factor is offering finest quality merchandise and widest choices to their customers. I mean, we, you can put the best of the technology, but we cannot take away that they need to offer and be differentiative with respect to their competition. So they need to offer good merchandise and widest choices. Now, uh, technology is a key enabler, basically, I would say, that will help differentiate customer experience. And as George said, I mean, we'll be a little repetitive, but using the right technology for inventory visibility, faster checkout using high-speed scanners or RFID are ways that enhance the overall shopping experience. Nobody likes to be in a queue for, let's say, 10, 15 minutes just to shop four or five items. I mean, this is something we were used to once upon a time, but not anymore. So one of our large lifestyle customers shifted from an on-premise to a cloud-controlled next-generation wireless solution across their warehouses and all their stores. And this seamless network helped them in a much improved inventory visibility and replenishment capability to their stores. And this has resulted in a much improved business for them because now they don't have a lot of customers returning for not being able to find the right goods at the right time. Thank you, Devan. George, what should retailers do to maintain business growth to capture more customers, given that naturally potential competitors are present both online and offline, George? Well, I think the key one is to look at their processes. If they haven't already digitized their processes, that's the first step. Understanding that really now we're in a very, very different situation than we were at the start of the pandemic. If you think we were talking about omni-channel and e-commerce growth before the pandemic. But I think one of the key things that we saw is it was really starting to take off very, very slowly. I think what's happened because of the pandemic is it's really necessitated an explosion in terms of the uptake of e-commerce and omni-channel, essentially for retailers to stay afloat. Now, one of the key things that's happened is as consumers and as shoppers, we've become accustomed to online 
Uh, we've been accustomed to ordering things on our phones. And really, that's not going to change. So I think retailers need to understand this and really start investing. I think one of the things that Devang mentioned was you know, the associates and the technology. We want the associates to play a bigger role in understanding shoppers and getting shoppers back into the store, but also giving them a good customer experience. And the way that we can use technology to do that is to answer questions quickly and easily. So for instance, if something is not in stock, if the back end is where it should be and we have full visibility of inventory across the supply chain, then an associate can say to a customer, sorry, we don't have this in stock, but here are the options. Uh, we have it in the store two kilometers away from here. We can ship it to your home. We can ship it to your workplace. We can even ship it here and we can give you a discount. Essentially what we're doing is providing that customer experience with technology. And again, if you're still using pen and paper as a retailer, that's impossible to do. And again, the backbone of that is the inventory accuracy, making sure that we have a hundred or as close to 100% real-time visibility in across your whole inventory. And really what that does is it opens up options for the retailer. So for instance, if someone puts an order in for a delivery, then the retailer can see where the customer is. They can see where they have the stock and then make smarter decisions that will cost them less money. Looking at things like when we surveyed associates, especially within the shopper study, we found that some of the key technologies that would help them serve customers better included things that were technologies that would provide them with real-time inventory visibility. 82% of the associates said that to us. Things like RFID, radio frequency identification, 62% among others. And associates and shoppers have agreed that when associates are using handheld mobile computers or, or barcode scanners or wearable, it really does help the customer experience because it provides them with more options to be able to serve the customer. So it really does make sense that, you know, the first thing that retailers should look at is what is my strategy to actually go digital? What is my strategy to bring technology into the store? How do I bridge the gap between online and offline? And really the key to this is making sure that you know, they have the technology to get the basics right, making sure that they have 100% inventory visibility across the supply chain in real time. Devang, what would these steps mean for businesses technology-wise? Basically, retailers need to be smart enough and they need not emulate their competition. Every retailer has a differentiator and they need to wisely use technology. So in short, basically, like the rules are very simple, clear. It's how you implement because based on the geographical spread, the where they have their warehouses spread across the country, hub and spoke model, which most of the retailers across the world follow. Usually you typically have large fulfillment centers or warehouses and which in turn serve to couple of stores or multiple stores. And in omni-channel, a lot of this strategy is changing. So across, uh, if you need to have visibility across your entire supply chain, then you need to be using technology at the right way. And in that respect, we have seen better mobility, scanning regularly, updating information, keeping the store associates informed or keeping the customer informed at different stages helps in a big way. Like it's very difficult to summarize in a nutshell, but in talking in layman's terms, the more better visibility I have of my inventory, of my good line, the faster I do my replenishment is the best way to do. And for that, they need to be using technology in a big way. There's at times there is resistance from 
old generation CTOs and CXOs, to be honest. Thank you, Devang. Devang, the metaverse is also on the rise exponentially. How can retailers integrate the metaverse into their operations and what opportunities does this offer to them? Devang, can I take your opinions first? Yeah, this is a very interesting question. I have been trying to understand the metaverse. Nobody can claim that he knows the metaverse in a big way, to be honest. So today, shoppers live in a reality where the physical and digital retail domains are merged and they expect seamless omnichannel experience. Metaverse harnesses edge technologies, including augmented reality, virtual reality, that's AR, VR, 5G, artificial intelligence, and the cloud. There's Web3, which uses concepts like blockchain, cryptocurrency, and NFT or non-fungible tokens to allow individual and businesses to engage with each other and exchange value. Now, the two technologies combined is the metaverse. The technology is currently in the hype phase and use cases will slowly increase as technology matures. Example could be like using AR for hyper-personalized experience. With so many options, retail organizations should expand their focus from simply whether to sell in the metaverse to how to do so in a differentiated manner. The metaverse use case a retail organization chooses to pursue will largely depend on the core differentiator it's using to win in the market. To conclude, the metaverse is here and the opportunity that, that it presents for well-prepared retail organization should make for a very exciting future. George, can I ask you to add on to Devang's very kind comments? Well, I think one of the key things is to understand that people are starting to look at more digital experiences in everything that they do. One of the things that we're starting to see a lot of is kind of shopping via social and things along those lines. So technology is permeating every single part of our lives. And the same thing needs to happen with that retail experience. One of the other things that I'd kind of mention as well is when we start looking at the employees as well, why would they not want technology in their workplace when they have technology at home as well? So I think one of the key things that retailers really need to understand is that technology is not just a nice to have, it's one of those must have. Uh, people are looking at say an online experience when they're actually in the store and retailers really do need to understand this and make sure that they're catering for it. Thank you very much, George. Well, we have a few minutes left, George Devanga. I might just ask you, George, first, do you have a take home message for our listeners today on the topics covered in today's podcast? If I could get a one or two sentence take home message from you, please, George. I think the key thing to understand is that people are now looking at a seamless blend between online and offline. And really the best way to take advantage of that as a retailer is to understand that and to be able to understand what that means for the shopping experience and how can they alleviate the pain points. And we're talking about co very common pain points within retail, out of stocks, causing a bad customer experience, over-promising, under-delivering from the online perspective, and making sure that they can really put in the right technology to be able to fix those problems and then raise that customer experience. Devang, can I have a wrap from you, please, sir? Take sure. a message for listeners today. I would agree to everything that Josh said, and I don't want to be repetitive, so I'd like to talk a little bit different, adding to what he said. 
like technology has to be used, but at the same time, retailers need to be smart and cater to different generations using different technologies. Like you can't have the technology that you use for baby boomers for the same Gen X or the same technology for millennials or Gen Y as we call. And again, for Gen Z, you need to be different. I mean, they are the ones who will never come out of the mobile space. They want to do everything using their mobile. So the target audience, you need to use different technologies. So we are in a mature phase and honestly, I see very exciting times for all sort of retailers. And maybe five years from now, when we talk again, we'll be talking about something absolutely different because there won't be any difference left between online retail or e-commerce. I mean, they all be merged and there could be something honestly different because the way it's evolving, it's pretty exciting. Thank you very much, Devang. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that draws this podcast to a close. George Peppers, APAC Vertical Solutions and Marketing Lead for Retail, Healthcare and Hospitality at Zebra Technologies and Devang Merchant, Director of Marks Infotech. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's really great to hear your opinions and we hope to see you all, ladies and gentlemen, at our next Retail Asia podcast. My name is Simon Hyatt. I'm the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine and it's been great to have you joining us. George, Devang, thank you so much.